0: "'Too late. He had already absorbed the gold ring on her index toe "'and the small tattoo across the instep. "'It's just decorative,' said Ali, anticipating his next question, "'like wallpaper.' "'She remained standing, knowing that if she sat down she might never get up. "'The urge to unburden herself might prove irresistible, "'and then she would write herself out of her role in this drama.' Besides, she was due to meet Felix Naylor in less than two hours for what he described as a preliminary chat and he had given her firm instructions to talk to no one but him because no one else could be trusted. Stellar trajectory. PPE at Oxford. Harvard MBA. Analyst. Associate. Vice President. Director. MD by 35. Visionary Investment Banker. "'muttered Foy, picking out phrases from the newspaper and arguing with himself. "'Well, he didn't see this one coming, did he?' "'Ally ignored him. "'So when did you?' "'Foy persisted. "'He started to close the newspaper in his lap. "'It was the Guardian. "'He folded it in half, smoothed the surface so many times that the palm of his hand blackened, "'and then into quarters as though engaged in an origami project.' Until the scandal broke two weeks ago, Allie had never seen Foy read a paper that wasn't the telegraph, and she tried to think of an appropriate witticism to highlight this unlikely change of political allegiance. Even now, shattered as he was by events of the past couple of weeks, Foy was still someone people liked to please. Then Allie saw he was reading another story about Bryony and Nick, and decided to change tack. Nothing ever feels quite right when you move in with someone else's family, Allie responded, pleased to note that the nervousness she betrayed the first time someone had posed the question had been replaced by something approaching quiet confidence. It was her first line of defence, and as close to the truth as she dared go for the moment. She half-turned toward Foy and began rattling off a few carefully inconsequential examples that best illustrated her outsider status at 97 Holland Park Crescent, hoping it would distract him from what was surely another blistering piece about his daughter and son-in-law. "'What was the point in reading everything that was written about them?' Ali wondered. "'It didn't change anything. It just made everyone feel even gloomier.' The dog still growls at me when I come into the room, I'm the only one without a nickname, and people sound disappointed when I answer the phone, she said, muddling up her list of responses so they sounded less rehearsed. Over the past couple of weeks she had discovered that the most persistent inquisitor, even Bryony's younger sister Hester, was generally satisfied by a variation on this response. "'Come on, Allie, you can do better than that,' said Foy, wearily. It was one of his stock phrases, one of the few he used in English, "Alea jacta est and carpe diem being his firm favourites. Although it struck Ali that the idea that the die was cast was totally at odds with the concept of seizing the day, especially now, this brought to mind an even more appropriate and as yet untapped example of Ali's outsider status, The expressions invented by Foy and adopted by his extended family when they wanted to pass comment on people without anyone else understanding what they meant. Chesteranto, he called it. Nick, for example, was currently assumed to be at forties and fifties. This was code for depression, although depressed seemed an understatement for what Nick must be going through. It didn't sound monumental enough. Bryony was constantly in the breakers, snapping at anyone who crossed her path at the wrong moment, and seventeen-year-old Izzy described a journalist who buttonholed Allie at the end of the road the other day as menacing, which meant he was dangerously attractive. Allie had never used any of these expressions, neither had Nick, which seemed significant now, although through the prism of the scandal everything seemed imbued with significance. I know you feel more at home here than anywhere you have ever lived, said Foy, noisily folding the newspaper into an even smaller shape, as though this might somehow diminish the contents of the story on the inside page. He was trying to ensnare her in conversation. Still, Allie winced at the incontrovertible truth of this statement. She hadn't wanted to...